0: Hey, Naomi. Hey, Bex. Why are Christmas trees so bad at knitting? Because they always drop their needles. ba ba do ba Oh, was so worth the wait. Thank
1: you. Can we do the thing? <laughs> yes. Algu-
0: Welcome, Welcome to Jingle, Jingle Bells. Bells. I'm Bex and I'm Naomi and we're here to
1: talk about Christmas movies because it is Christmas every day here at Jingle Bells. Happy Christmas, Naomi. Happy Christmas, Bex.
0: Uh, should we get into it? We've got two two movies for you today
1: in one episode. Yeah.
0: Un- unheard of, other than all those other times <laughs> that we've done this, but unheard of. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. It's going to be a real adventure. Um, We are talking about the sister swaps, finally. Sister swaps! Hallmark baby! Yeah. Uh, Rare for us to do all that many hallmarks, but you know what? I thought we'd change it up this year.
0: Um... (laughs) I mean, these just look like a particular brand of ludicrous uh, Mm. when we caught a glimpse at them i think we saw a trailer or someone messaged us about them last year oh, yeah. i don't know we got obsessed but our, our season last year's season was already pretty full a chocker of of great you know our, our christmas tree overfloweth with the bountiful <laughs> presence of these terrible movies um so we we put it on hold and now here we are um, and we're looking at sister swap A Hometown Holiday and Christmas in the City. Is that right? Did I get them right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Spot on. (laughs) Uh, And yes, yes, we are looking at them. A big shout out to uh, my friend Kynan, who is the one that flagged these to me in the first place. Uh, (laughs) He was a lot more excited about them than I was. And then I started reading headlines about them. Um, So the basic (laughs) premise of the two films that we're going to watch is that Two real-life sisters have starred in these films together, and essentially they swap lives at Christmas. um, Except not in the Freaky Friday way, but in the literal inhabiting each other's lives in a small town and the sea
0: yeah but it, i mean it seemed really close together because they kept visiting each other but like you know whatever
1: yeah i mean i don't know how big utah is but like i imagine Utah's
0: pretty big but like also as soon as it was like salt lake in utah i was like "Ha, huh, mormons no <laughs> um so i was like oh no this is sister wives swap uh no it's not it's not oh, that that at all but <laughs> could have been maybe could next year
1: <laughs> oh god i hope not um But yeah, so we're really excited to talk about these because the interesting thing was they're both filmed at the same time, but apparently, like, directed by the same people, written by the same people, but edited by different people was the impression that I got from reading, like, different headlines and articles about these. Uh, Which makes sense because they're kind of two different vibes despite they are kind of different vibes
0: yeah Yeah, so it is it's interesting obviously they're rom-coms right Mm -hmm. so it's like you know you kind of know what's gonna happen it's it's un, it is not unheard of (laughs) but unusual Thinking back, there's a particular Scottish Christmas movie whose, that name escapes me that's in my head right now where I'm thinking of two people standing awkwardly about 10 metres apart, not looking back at each other outside of a church. Do you know the one
1: I'm thinking of? Oh, the one with the terrible CGI scarf. Was that the one you're thinking of?
0: Yeah, where it's the the, oh. the it's the Scottish one, and it was based on a short story, yeah. and they get oh, shot bollocks. locked in for Christmas. Oh my God, we've done I'm too gonna... many episodes. I know, I I'm... can't
1: remember. I'm gonna find it. Hang on, Just give, give yeah, me yeah, me yeah. yeah. I, I oh. trust
0: you. I trust you. Oh. So if I asked you. I was like, I could Google. It this, is. But... It's oh.
1: the one with the terrible CGI scarf. <laughs> I can't remember what it was called. Oh shit. <laughs> uh...
0: We did do a full episode on it. We so did. when we get the name of it, we can oh recommend to you to go and listen to this episode. Lost at Christmas. Lost at Christmas. Spoilers <laughs> for Lost at Christmas,
1: guys. <laughs> oh, How did we forget that? Because it was terrible, that's why. Um, but yeah, was, I don't know. These, these two were okay. Like, there were no terrible CGI scarves. Like, nobody no. stood and made awkward silences. Like, it was very fast-paced. Both of them were very fast-paced, I feel. Which kind of liked actually, like mm-hmm. they,
0: there was not a lot of space for dead air, but like, I don't, I, I think these movies were helped tremendously mm-hmm. by the fact that the two leading ladies that were like kept being brought together and whatever actually had genuine sister chemistry because oh, they yeah. were siblings. Mm-hmm. I I think these movies would have been. It definitely put everyone else more at ease (laughs) and these movies would have been completely unwatchable if they had hired two actresses that did not know each other. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think they did a good job. Uh, Obviously, we'll get into all of the different elements of it. If you want to watch the sister swap movies, I'm sure you can legally do them through Hallmark or maybe just have a look on YouTube. I don't know. I wouldn't say anything (laughs) like that, but, you know, whatever, maybe you could find them there. Uh, yeah. So you'd be welcome to to go along. These aren't terrible, so you could mm-hmm. watch them and um, so you could head along to YouTube or Hallmark or wherever you buy your terrible Christmas movies uh, to give these a little viewing. Uh, and then let us know your thoughts. You can Instagram us. Instagram, is that the right term? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You can message us on it, DM us on Instagram or send us, you know, a thought or a funny reel at Jingle Bells Pod. Um, and we'd love to know what you think.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um Mostly because we're running out of things to think about Christmas movies (laughs) at this point. Um, But I don't know, Vex, are you ready for synopsis time? Shall we start to get into it? We've talked around the context of these two interesting films.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, I need to stop doing that. I don't know why I always do that bit. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen comet and cupid and donner and blitzen but do you recall the most famous reindeer at all jingle boy the editor had a very shiny nose and if you ever saw it you would be like hey thanks for editing our shows all of the other editors are not as good as him and uh, jingle boy is uh, awesome and I'm going to stop singing. Ta-da!
1: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Amazing. Where's my record deal? <laughs> Where is it? Coming soon. Definitely Thank
0: you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, let's uh, dig in. So there isn't really any clear order per se to these films, but I'm going to start well, when with I... the Holiday and then go with Christmas in the City because yeah. that's the order in which I watch them. And I think you Well, I think them. that was
0: also... Yeah, that was... Because I did a little Google because I was like, ooh, which, you know, I don't want spoilers for the other one or whatever. <laughs> I wasn't really sure, but um, they. I think it was like Hometown Holiday was released on like one mm. Saturday during December. And then the next one was released the following Saturday. Yeah. Um, and Hometown Holiday was released first. So I think that's fine to, to kind of go through that first. Yeah. So
1: uh, Hometown Holiday... A widow attempts to reopen her late uncle's old, dilapidated small-town movie theater for one last Christmas screening, which makes that film sound so much more bleak than it actually was.
0: Yeah, I mean, like there's a lot of other stuff. I mean, that I suppose that is kind of the the tag of it i mean it was quite they were quite sort of sad these films not like all the way through but there were like moments where i was like oh actually i'm starting to feel things in a christmas movie so strange um (laughs) but yeah it definitely is a bleaker synopsis than i would have perhaps given you know
1: yeah this the the film yeah well in comparison to christmas in the city whose synopsis is Two sisters find a new sense of purpose and discover what they both truly need in life during the holidays. Two very, very different vibes. Like, even...
0: Well, that's weird, because the first one is just about one of them, and then the second one is, like, about both of them? I know. So strange. (laughs) don't understand. Did they not... Because presumably they would have announced at the same time that they were releasing these two movies. It would be weird to be Mm. like, and sister swap. Well, and now was, another sister swap. Like, it was a big know- like Stephanie.
1: selling point for Hallmark last year. And with all the articles and coverage that they got, it was very much focused on the fact that it was two real-life sisters playing two sisters in the film. Two films. sisters in a movie. So I don't really understand why one focuses on only one sister <laughs> and the other focuses on both of them. It's, and it's very, very strange. It's very strange.
0: strange. Yeah, I don't weird, know. weird, weird, weird.
1: But yeah, so we can move on to our Christmas credits um, and actually talk about everybody's lengthy careers. Like, all of these people have starred in a lot of different, like, TV and Christmas movies. Um, yeah. Which is great and not unexpected, but even still, just crack on with our who's who of who sometimes is. So we start with Kimberly Williams-Paisley as Jennifer Swift. She starred in Father of the Bride and Father of the Bride Part 2 Is Annie Banks. Uh, She's also been Claire in The Christmas Chronicles 1 and 2, and she was in TV series Dolly Parton's Heartstrings. Now, I don't know what it is, but you know that we love Dolly Parton.
0: Well, we we do love Dolly Parton, of course. (laughs) Uh, The Dolly Parton Christmas movie. I mean, you can go and listen to our episode from a couple of seasons ago, <laughs> from season two, the bleak midwinter season. Apparently, Jesus, we watched a lot of yeah. movies that we thought were going to be fun, and then were just very, very depressing. Um, I
1: mean, Christmas. On I don't remember. Was a really Have you seen
0: bit. the Christmas Chronicles?
1: No, I haven't actually. Um, is it anime? No, is it? No, I just think it's
0: like a family. Is I think it, it's a family uh... movie. But um. it's like a Netflix y one. It's not I don't think it's a rom com, it's like a Yeah. You know, the kids are the main characters and stuff. It's like Is it, the Christmas Chronicles um, the
1: one with like do they have like the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy and stuff and they're trying to like save, I don't know, magic, I assume? What the fuck? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Right, well, I
0: don't next, join us next week when we'll discuss further. The, we won't actually discuss further the Christmas Chronicle. <laughs> but we might Google it for our own pleasure. Uh, yeah, I have not heard of Dolly Parton's heartstrings either. That kind of sounds sad.
1: Mm. I don't know if it's sad Does... or if it's, it's like, is Dolly got guest stars that she's like rolling in? I don't really know. It says it's a TV series, so maybe she floats down from the sky and sings some more. I'm
0: I'm not sure. But heartstrings would be like tug on your heartstrings, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's probably very sad.
0: Oh, I'm just sorry. I've just Googled it because I'm I'm curious. And the first episode is just called Jolene. And it says Jolene's back
1: and bolder than ever. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, no, Dolly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? Maybe we can look at talking about Dolly Parton's heartstrings at some point. But um, I'm going to move on to our next Yeah, no, sorry, star. totally fair. It's okay. <laughs> uh, we've got Ashley Wim- uh, Williams as um, Meg Swift, uh, most notably like outside of the Hallmark universe, which I'll get to in a second. She was Victoria in How I Met Your Mother. Mm, yeah, I knew I recognized her face. I know, me too. Um, but apparently she's got a really long-standing relationship with Hallmark in general, so she acts in movies. She produces, directs, and writes for them as well. And she started like some sort of um, initiative called "Make Her Mark," which I don't know whether it's like for um, actors' rights or or whatever. But she's like super in the Hallmark universe. So That's she's great. someone that you probably see quite a lot if you are. I'm a pretty Hallmark sure it's fan.
0: like. I think that because I, I don't know maybe that's what it is make her mark I, but I knew that Hallmark had like an initiative to kind of support more like female directors and stuff like that so maybe mm-hmm. that's part of it too
1: yeah I think so That's um, great yeah good work
0: Kimberly and Ashley
1: <laughs> Hallmark stars through and through um Next up we've got Mark Declan as Eric Baker. He's been in a few TV shows like The Blacklist, Blue uh, Blue Bloods, The Good Fight and Glamorous. Um, He's also been in a few TV movies as well, including like the Christmas and Evergreen series and then also Meet Me at Christmas as well. Next up we've got Keith Robinson as Joe. Um, He's been in Dreamgirls as Cece White. He was in Dear John as Captain Stone and he's also been in ER as well.
0: He's been in a bunch of terrible looking Christmas movies he and is. rom-coms and stuff like that. He's really done <laughs> the circuit. He's he's had like roles as, you know, this and that in kind of everything. Mm-hmm. I think he was also a Power Ranger.
1: Oh, dang. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Because yeah. I
0: really recognized his face and I just had to go scrolling to be like, where, where do I know you from, <laughs> Keith?
1: Um, well, if he was one of the Power Rangers, that would make sense. Very yeah. of that generation, aren't we? Um mm-hmm. Next up we've got Kevin Nealon As Uncle Dave So he was on Saturday Night Live For like almost 15 years But he's been in Crazy. films like Happy Gilmore And The Wedding Singer as well I recognised him although they kept shooting him From far away so I was kind of like Is that
0: him? Is that not him?
1: Like I don't, I don't know Were they
0: filming this during Covid? No they can't have been there was too many people
1: No they weren't filming during Covid It was 2021 20, okay. I think maybe 22 Ah right okay okay, okay, okay. Um yeah and then we've got I was Jake- like why are they so far away from everyone <laughs> i know um we've got jacob buster as simon he's been on a lot of christmas films for such a young person i'm assuming that's because he was like adorable child up until i don't know like recently um yeah so he was in the christmas project in 2016 then christmas wonderland in 2018 and then in The Christmas Project 2 in 2020. And now he has a role in a film called Aliens Abducted My Parents and Now I Feel Kind of Left Out, which is released this year um, in 2023. So Oh,
0: that's the full title. I thought those were two separate movies. No, Aliens no. Abducted My Parents and Now I Feel Kind of Left Out.
1: Yeah, it's that's the, the whole title, title of the movie. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. hmm <Yeah>. Cool. <laughs>
1: Uh, and then we've got Anna Holbrook as Debbie so she's had lots of appearances in various shows like Homeland Law and Order and The Blacklist as well Um, I actually thought that she was someone else until the camera got a bit closer to her face and I was quite disappointed to find out that it wasn't her Um, I thought it was the woman who plays the witch with like the ginger hair in American horror story whose name I can't remember Who's Barney's mum and How I Met Your Mother as well. Oh,
0: I know who you mean. Yeah. What's her name? What's her? Who, what is her name is. who is it? Who is it? Who is it? <laughs> oh, no. I'll never remember.
1: Mm. Myrtle? Is that the character's yes, name? Myrtle, the, the witch from Thingy. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, She's played by Frances Conroy.
1: Yeah. See, I That's thought it was Frances anyway. Conroy, but it's not. <laughs>
0: yeah. Not her. Not her. Someone <laughs> else. Anna Holbrook is Debbie. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: And then finally, I mean,
0: Homeland, Lord and Order, Blacklist, it's the US equivalent of the Bill casualty. <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> exactly. Again, exactly. It kind of is, right? NCIS. Yes, a 100%. Absolutely. Um, and then finally, we've got Jim Burns as Luke. So he's been in a few different TV movies as well. So he's like had a really long ranging career. So he's been in TV movies, including Deck the Hall*,s which was made in 2011, and then also *Paper Angels*, which was made in 2014, and then he had like a bunch of other credits as well. He's like voiced stuff in um, *X Men Evolution*, the cartoon series. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I kind of recognize his face vaguely, but also not. Is so that much. is he? Did he play the dad? He was the dad. It's Jim, yeah. the dad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. He was pop. Nice. Yeah. And that's everyone. Figured it out, yeah.
0: Oh, there was a there was one other person who I recognized, but I did obviously didn't write down their name. Um, she the real estate agent in oh, one yeah. of the movies who wasn't in the other one. Uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but I know that she was in Parks and Rec, uh, oh. and she was like one of the Eagleton folks from Parks and Rec or something. That's uh, why but she was like kind her. of an, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, I love Parks and Rec, which is the reason I uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I recognized her, but um, yeah, she, I mean, actually. Everyone I think everyone knew the what they needed to do. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everyone kind of knew the vibe. They were like, "Okay, terrible Christmas movie, let's get into it. Let's go." Yeah. Um
1: which made it not terrible because no one was taking it super seriously, which was quite nice. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean these these movies were pretty festive. I did the yeah. tree count, um and during a, a hometown holiday is that what it was? Yeah. I can't There's so many <laughs> titles. Our hometown holiday. Uh, we had 12 trees by two mm-hmm. minutes 16, which is not a huge amount of trees. But I tell you that every surface, every every lamppost and pillar was absolutely covered in Christmas tat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I felt like it was definitely festive enough. And then in Christmas in the city, we got to 12 trees by 45 seconds. <laughs> so, so she started in the hometown and the hometown was really decked out festive. Of, like lots yeah. and lots of trees um but yeah they they did a good job with the like set dressing of this mm-hmm. i mean i'm sure they ha- i'm sure hallmark at this point own a christmas tree lot that they use to film in and then also sell christmas trees
1: oh my god yes so it was
0: definitely the same christmas tree lot in both movies even mm-hmm. though it's definitely meant to not be the same tree lot
1: Oh yeah, 100%. Um, they just do it from different angles. They've got like four sounds yeah. around each side so it looks slightly different. Yeah. <laughs> the camera crews are
0: already always set up and they just like come in and they get their clipboard and they're like, which Hallmark movie are we looking at today? Oh, Christmas in the City and then tomorrow we've got a hometown holiday and then the day after we've got a Christmas love story and then the day after that we have Christmas with her and then we have Christmas with her. Yeah, like it's just so many. Yeah. Um, but They've because obviously we're queued queued up, talking about two, says, yeah. yeah, 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 just different couples <laughs> in different shades of red and green, jo- uh, red and green coats, different scarves. Oh. You know, it's July, everyone's melting, and they're like, shh, come on, next." Yes, yeah, the snow fake snow is snow's going. gonna melt. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but yeah. obviously, because they. Well, they could have some stuff be the same. Mm-hmm. They were two separate Christmas movies, which meant we got so many activities across these two movies. Oh, yeah. You couldn't have the same thing twice. Obviously, that would be crazy. So we had like, you know, they're wrapping presents. They're walking around pretending to go Christmas shopping. There's mm-hmm. ice skating. There's a snowball fight. They paint ornaments. They decorate cookies. They do a gingerbread house. There's Christmas parties. There's Christmas job offers. Uh, there's like decorating <laughs> trees. They're, you know, they go on a sleigh, a one horse open sleigh. like it's. Oh. Yeah, Yeah. it's pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of stuff. Um, But I think we should get into it we should probably start with a hometown holiday because that's the one we both watched first yeah. which is where Jessica is the main character in this one and Meg is her sister and in yeah. the other one Meg is the main character and Jessica is her sister so yeah. we'll try and keep it straight but pff, it's complicated uh, but if you've got a spare three hours to watch because <laughs> both of these movies were about 90 minutes yeah, 90. an ideal Christmas movie mm-hmm. length as as you know my, my preference for a Christmas movie is to be about 85 to 95 minutes that's mm-hmm. what I want from a. My festive films um so
1: yeah yeah so Um, one quick thing is that it's mm -hmm. jennifer (laughs) and not jessica Uh, is it jennifer oh shit Yeah, yeah it's okay it's fine i just thought i'd get that before we got into it um but. That's so fair. All of my notes say Jessica.
0: <laughs> 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 well, yeah. I realized like quite far into the movie. I was like, oh, I don't actually remember this. I knew Meg's name because yeah. they were talking about Meg all the mm-hmm. time. But I like didn't know Jennifer's name.
1: No, because nobody really said Jennifer's Jessica. name for ages. Like this is another, um, what do you call it? Too close for Christmas situation where the main character yeah, yeah, one yeah, of one of the you're films, just... you're like, huh? Oh. Random Wait, maybe it was like,
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe that was like a line really early on, and I just missed it. I d- I really thought her name was Jessica. I mean, I don't doubt you, but I, I'm just I'm just reevaluating some of my notes. I, I call that's her right. Jessica in the other when I'm reviewing the other movie as well. But oh, Meg, Jessica's not happy with you. No, she's not. She doesn't exist. She's fictional. Um, that's
1: alright. I think it's because the main like love interest wasn't called Jake. So that's oh it yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um,
0: either no Jakes, no Jakes this no time. Jakes. We
1: did have a Joe, but no Jakes. No Jakes. No Jakes. Um, um, yeah. So hometown holiday. Um, we start in the city, and then we make our way to the
0: hometown. Way to hometown. Um, and then at Christmas in the city. We start in the hometown, and we make our way to the city.
1: Yeah, it's all very swappy, convoluted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which is supposed to be, I suppose, but even still, it's just a it throws you around anyway we, we open with jessica jennifer um and she's a high high powered businesswoman woman who's owns a restaurant in the middle of salt lake city utah and um yeah she's just hanging out with her son i guess her teen son yeah Um, Yeah, her
0: teenage son. And they're watching, you know, movies of uh, them and their Uncle Dave, who has mm -hmm. unfortunately passed away this year and it's their first Christmas without him. And and it's all very sad. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not going to make fun of that. It genuinely is sad. No, it's very sad. Um, Mm yeah yeah Zo sad. so but uh, they you know they're trying to remember that family is what keeps us together at mm-hmm. Christmas, even if those aren't there they you know Uncle Dave would want you to have a lovely festive season, yeah. uh et cetera, et cetera, et cetera mm-hmm. uh, so yeah she, she, the movie starts, they're watching all of these things they they have a chat, they have the world's biggest Christmas tree in their apartment. <laughs> uh, it's crazy how large it is, um yeah. she shoots off into you know they're having. They, they have enough chat to establish that she's a widow. We've got a dead parent and a dead mm-hmm.
1: uncle. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, Jennifer is an expert in grief. Um, so she kind of like navigates her family through all of the grief, essentially. Yeah. Um, there was no other way to say it. She was kind of like some sort of grief shaman. She really,
0: <laughs> she really. What? Well, yeah. I mean, when you said an expert in grief, I was like, oh, did they call her that? That would have been a really good title
1: <laughs> for her. But no, no. Um, unfortunately, they didn't. But. Yeah, so she's like directed her sister through grief. This seems to be the family's sort of like first really big loss that they've all felt together. But all of these siblings, like these two generations I mean, but also her husband really died. Close. So, like, yeah. did
0: everyone hate her husband? Because no one, everyone was just like, Oh, Uncle Dave, it's our first time we're we missing anyone. And she was just there being like, Yo, what the hell? My husband was dead. They're like, Yeah, 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 Uncle Dave. No, I think it's a, you know, it's just a different thing, obviously, when yeah. it's like a, a sibling and you're sort of older and you've had like you know Mm -hmm. decades and decades with them and and all of that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um but you know she's a high powered businesswoman and she's got her you know she's got an arbitrary christmas party deadline from Mm -hmm. this magazine that uh you know oh who throws the best christmas party and i actually did like that they had like a prize that meant something like Mm -hmm. not necessarily to them but to like you know they were like oh we'll give 25k to the charity of choice from the winning restaurant i was like awesome Mm -hmm. that is the kind of thing that a magazine would run that's the kind of thing they would do over christmas for like goodwill stories and all of Mm -hmm. those kind of things uh and obviously before we can get too into it you've got to go and do that christmas tradition that we all know and love (laughs) a very classic christmas tradition that says all from all over the world of the christmas tubers
1: I thought you were going to bring up pasta for some reason, but no, you're right. Christmas nope. tubas, Christmas brass bands. Why Why not?
0: Yeah. Why, why not? I mean, I like a brass band, but like mm-hmm. just tubas? Tubas only? No. Okay. Because yeah. it was tubas only. And it Meg to was be. there, you know, Meg surprised them. She's there pretending to play the tuba. Uh,
1: <laughs> they were all oh pretending gosh. to play the tuba, play let's the be tuba. fair.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, they could have chosen any <laughs> instrument and they gave her the biggest, most inconvenient, incumbent. Well, I mean, they could have given her a cello or a double bass, I suppose. But a tuba is a pretty large, yeah. hefty, heavy, awkward brass instrument to be carrying around. Mm-hmm. Um but
1: why not sure
0: yeah and then this is the first moment where meg and i'm gonna keep calling her jessica though that's not her name jennifer are like you (laughs) you know reunited and this is where like we actually get into like a good bit of chemistry because they Mm -hmm. are genuinely sisters who are both actresses and know what the fuck they're doing Mm -hmm. so it felt really comfortable that like you know the writing wasn't you know anything to the writing wasn't anything to write home about, but there was like a good relationship between them. And it really helped to sort of carry the plot forward and carry that movie forward in a way that was like, okay, I'm here for the ride, you know? And yeah. I wasn't sort of, you know, it wasn't like a, Ugh, every time anyone said anything, which is how I sometimes watch other movies. It's just me for 90 minutes going. Ugh, oh, oh, <laughs> 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 yeah. It was Ew. definitely more oh, no. um,
1: like drawn in by these two than I have been by a lot of people. Although they're still a close second to Vanessa Hudgens talking to Vanessa Hudgens, I have to say. Yeah, um, that's true.
0: That's true. That's very true. No know. one's got more chemistry than <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens acting against her fake self while actually <laughs> acting to nothing. So good. <laughs> I really like this note that I made here, which I clearly didn't know beforehand. I was like, wow, these guys actually seem like sisters. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know
1: yet. It's okay. It's fine. We don't know. And yes, no, they were they were really good. Um uh, to be honest, like talking of chemistry, and I might be jumping ahead a little bit here, between yeah, the two couples. I felt like Hometown Holiday, we had more chemistry in that lead couple as opposed to in Christmas Mm. in the City. I didn't feel like the chemistry was there. I could feel um, Meg really trying in Christmas in the City to have chemistry with her romantic lead, but I just didn't feel like it hit the mark at any point.
0: Yeah, I think it was really interesting as well because actually they felt very different in age, like the Mm. kind of romance Mm. that they were having. Like, obviously, and I think that is partly because like, you know the in a hometown holiday they both have children like it's more established they've got a life or whatever they've got more things they've got more responsibilities so they can't Mm -hmm. be like flitting and fanny footing around and you know whatever they have to kind of they go well mine needs a second because I have to look after my kid yeah Mm -hmm. which is fine I mean the kids didn't seem to give a shit the kids were like we're best friends now even though I'm a (laughs) teenage boy and you are a small child um but whatever oh I know yeah, and I think as well, like Meg's thing of like moving back, moving to France was mm-hmm. like a weird, was a weird plot point. I, yeah. I made, I did make a note that says she's about to move to France. Oh no, she could use a husband. Uh, so I felt like that <laughs> kind of summarizes all of our Christmas movie watching experiences.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. The thing was like every time someone mentioned like to meg about her move to france she always looked like a deer in the headlights like she was just panicked by it and a part of it's yeah. like we need to normalize people feeling like they can change their minds like you can talk about something and it can be your dream and you know then when something significant like your uncle who you're really close to passes away you can change your mind if it's too painful and you can be like No, I'ma stay here or I'm gonna move somewhere else or I'm gonna do like some other thing and I don't really want to follow through on these things, but I really felt like she felt like she was tied to go into France despite the fact that she had very clearly changed her mind. Yeah, Um, it really
0: didn't look like at any but even right at the start of the movie, it mm -hmm. didn't really seem like she wanted to go to France. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, so why are you going to France then? If you don't want to. And also we're, okay. And I know that we're always a bit wiggly with time, right? There's never really a proper countdown to Christmas. But in mm-hmm. these movies, particularly, I felt really, really lost at where we were. Like, I was like, does it end on Christmas Day? Mm-hmm. Are we like a week out from Christmas? Are we two weeks from Christmas? Everyone seems to be available all the time. So it must be right. sometime between, <laughs> like, you know, in the lead up to Christmas. They're like, no one's working. Everyone's just there. They're not at school. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm like, so yeah I was always really I was very confused about the timeline especially when Mm -hmm. it was like at the end of uh Christmas in the city and then it was like and now everyone's here again and I was like but it's Chris what (laughs) why are you pretending like you're not gonna see each other for Christmas when you've literally come to like half of the event like they she must live like In, you know, she lives in Salt Lake City and they're acting like she lives like half, you know, half a country away. And it's Mm -hmm. very clear that Hazelwood or whatever the name of the bloody small town was, is like a tiny town that just is outside of Salt Lake. It must be like an hour drive. Like they Mm -hmm. they, they were just seeing each other so often. It was the same tree lot. It was like just just a weird... You know, a thing to be like, oh, you never get to make it home for Christmas. And I was like, you live an hour away. What are you talking about? You know, it would have been way more interesting, right? What if Jennifer, Jessica, whatever her name is, oh, I got it right. And then I've incorrectly corrected myself. Jessica lives in France with mm. her son, Simon, right? Simon, not Simon, Simon. Um, and she lives in France and then she's like, need someone to come and house it. And Meg is like, I just really need to get away. And my parents are driving me crazy and, and they want, you know, her to go. And then she has this beautiful, like Parisian Christmas romance, right? Out in, out in Paris. And then, <laughs> uh, you know, Jennifer goes home and goes, wow, well, the magic of Christmas was here all along. And then that's like, yeah. you know, cause that feels like a grander change than like, oh, we're going to swap lives. And it's like Edinburgh to <laughs> Like,
1: which is exactly what it was exactly what it was yeah that would have been a lot more motivating i would have felt more invested in that it would -hmm. have made more sense as well like especially because they seem to the age gap between the two sisters seems to just kind of get bigger the longer the films went on despite the fact that like from when they were kids it seemed like it was only maybe four or five years um but the difference between like Jennifer having the kids and obviously being married and then unfortunately widowed as well to Meg just kind of like hanging out and by default taking over all of the family businesses or like meddling in all the family businesses, whatever way you want to frame that, yeah, um, yeah, it would have made more sense for her to go further and to discover new things and to have i don't know had some mishaps with a random Frenchman and eventually moved to France and had her sister move back and find love again with a child heart, like, child heart? A child, child is, yeah, like, like a rival childhood or a sweetheart, sweetheart or rival whatever. Rival slash yeah. crush
0: slash whatever. Mm. Yeah, mm. I mean, I think that would have been really nice. Like, to be fair, like, not, neither of these movies are bad. They're mm. just, like, very tropey and very kind of basic. And if you think about it too hard, which is literally what we are, I was going to say paid, to do <laughs> paid, but, you know, so sure what we're doing here is the point of this. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it was weird. It's like, everyone also... <laughs> and I don't mean to sound uh, how this is going to sound, but everyone (laughs) in these families seemed to really like each other. Right? Like Simon loved his mom, or the sisters loved each other, Mm -hmm. the parents loved each other and their children and weren't like pushy or, Mm -hmm. you know, nosy. They weren't like conniving or like, you know, plotting to try and be like, ooh, we'll get both of our daughters to stay here if they fall in love. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right, whatever. Like they didn't do any of those things. And I was like, this is so strange. Like the enemy is just <laughs> capitalism, right? That's the enemy. The enemy is capitalism.
1: Yeah. Yes. And I also found it really strange because it was, again, two generations of siblings that seemed to really like each other. And I was like, wait, hang on a second. Because I love my brother. I love my brothers and my sister. Yeah. Um, I only grew up more closely with one of my brothers, which is why I'm just going to focus on that. But like we used to fight. All the time, like we've only stopped oh, I mean, fighting to... like in our twenties, <laughs> like we d- well, we don't see each other often enough to fight that much anymore. Fight anymore, and like, my brother now is uh is also expecting his first child, so um, very exciting Ooh, for, for my family
0: auntie Naomi, Auntie Naomi and uncle jingle boy,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's what they will call him, um yeah, but yeah, like. <sighs> we used to fight so much and we were so mean to each other and, like, we still, yeah. you know, have our jibes and whatever, but we don't fight like we used to. But I wouldn't ever no. say that we're on the level of these sisters where, like, we'd offer each other our lives. <laughs> like, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I wouldn't necessarily be like, yeah, Nath, just come move to Edinburgh and, like, live in my house and whatever. Like, he can come and stay yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'll go stay with him. But, like, yeah, there wouldn't really be a point where yeah. like, just come take over my restaurant or let's go into business mm-hmm. together or anything no. like that. <laughs> you know what Mm-mm.
0: I mean? Absolutely not. If I went into business with my brother, I think, yeah, it, it, disastrous things would follow. Um, yeah, I, I just, I don't really, there's so many things in this movie that I'm just like, huh? Just right at the end, I'm like, <laughs> So, like, I mean, not not to cut around, but also we have been so whatever. Oh. But like in Christmas in the City, obviously, like the kind of, of in in a hometown holiday, the wider plot is Uncle Dave's cinema.
1: Mm-hmm. theatre,
0: whatever, has to close down. Uncle Dave ran it. It was left to his mum and d- it was left to his sister and her husband to, to kind of decide what to do with it. And it needs a bunch of repairs and the boiler was broken, the projects was old and the seats were crumbling, whatever. You know, all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you know, it's it's Jessica is determined to have one last family Christmas yep. at, the, at, the, at the Madison, which later in the next movie, Unrelated, we learn is the name of like... Their grand, like Jennifer and uh, Meg's grandmother is called Madison. Mm-hmm. And that's why the cinema is named the Madison. I was like, oh, that would have been really useful to learn in the movie where we were right. focused on the Madison. <laughs> but okay. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it, it's like all these different things where I was just like, okay, sure, whatever. Um, and, mm-hmm. it, you know, <laughs> and like, they're all a big capitalist organization's going to come and buy the cinema. Ooh. Um, <laughs> And then in the end, she falls in love and that doesn't happen. Great, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's that movie. And then in Christmas in the City, it's way more convoluted. It's like jessica jennifer's restaurant is up for a big award that she's wanted forever but she's still gonna leave anyway yep. and go home for christmas and then she's gonna go home for christmas because of stuff and but her sister is not gonna be there for christmas she's gonna be in the city for christmas looking yep. after the restaurant you know that business that she obviously totally knows heaps about because mm-hmm. her parents run a cafe Um, (laughs) But there's like Frank is mentioned there's this whole lot you know there's this extra romance between Alex and Martin there's like Mm -hmm. Frank and his daughter there's this whole like additional food bank thing and, and you know all of that. It did really make me laugh. There's like a couple of moments where I, I genuinely like cried with laughter near to the end of the movie when, like, mm-hmm. oh no, the parties have been cancelled because of the snowstorm. I mean, it yeah. didn't seem to stop everyone from getting there anyway. <laughs> it's like, the party's <laughs> been cancelled. We're just going to split the money between the charities, right? And they're yeah. like, they put together this thing and they call all the other restaurants that are meant to be and they all like gather up in this one hall that doesn't seem very big, but sure, fine. Um, mm-hmm. And they like gather up and they're splitting food or whatever. And then, like, this woman comes forward who we, like, barely meet throughout the movie other than to be used as a plot device to move (laughs) Joe's storyline forward, right? And she's, like on behalf of whatever food bank and the other charities. And it just really cracked me up to be like, as if you couldn't even like fake name two other charities at this moment. You couldn't be like, on behalf of puppies for pensioners and uh, the, you know, the school roof fund at this place and big food, big eats food bank. We just want to thank Meg for all the work that she's done. And it's like, okay, well, Meg was just there and she made a phone call. So like, maybe let's not praise Meg too much. You know, and then Frank comes forward, and he's like, "I'm gonna give you the money you need." And I was like, "Why did? Why didn't you just yeah. do that at the beginning, then, Frank? Why are you just, you know, you tight ass? Like, have you got this much bloody cash kicking uh, about?" This is why his Would daughter you not is a stranger I imagine. Yeah, she's like, you "Could always wait for a dramatic moment, da?" Like Jesus.
1: <laughs> it's not all about you, Frank. God. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it was. There's a lot of things in christmas in the city that i was like i don't understand why this wasn't part of Hol- like hometown holiday and and vice versa and honestly by the end of both of the films i was kind of like this genuinely could have just been one film and it would have been fine like especially because a lot of christmas in the city at a certain point just became repeated scenes but with like slightly more um exposition yeah
0: that was so weird (laughs) to me right so they're because they're like you know we're watching a i'm watching a hometown holiday whatever and then there's a moment where like meg calls her or she Mm -hmm. calls meg or whatever they're having some kind of conversation and then there's like a scene where like one of them's walking up a street and the other one's walking up a different street but they're on the phone (laughs) together and i'm like okay cool sure whatever And then I was like, okay, great. So when we got to the other movies, they're going to have these repeated scenes. And like Mm -hmm. quite early on into, you know, Christmas in the city, we get one of these scenes, even though it was much later in the other movie. I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. fine. Um, And like, you know, she like calls her sister, but then it's a different conversation, but not totally. It's Mm -hmm. like, there's an additional bit of the conversation that we didn't see that was like cut from the other movie, but left in this one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So strange. Or so, like, you so know, strange.
0: or like, you know, they're decorating the tree, and in the first movie she goes, Oh, Meg FaceTimed us. And then in the second movie, Jessica calls Meg. And I'm like, okay, well, like, if you're yeah. gonna do this and <laughs> you're gonna make these kind of like parallel movies,
1: Wait, what I would consistent. have done first is
0: well, yeah. What I would have done first is write the scenes that they're gonna that are gonna be in both movies, mm-hmm. and then write the plots of both movies around those. You know, like, a, right. like further expand on the writing around those scenes that are gonna be the same. Because then you don't need two editing teams, right? Because mm-hmm. those scenes already exist, and you just kind of like boop 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 everything around them.
1: Yeah, but it should have been jigsaw weird, puzzles, weird like, like, vibes. Yeah, it it was really strange because it was like, wait, hang on. This conversation was like two seconds in the other film and now it's like two minutes and then you know we had like um when jess jessica no, jennifer <laughs> sorry after meg loses like jennifer's head chef from the restaurant and they're sitting down and they're trying christmas tapas which is made by martin alex is like partner or love interest or whatever oh that's so very mexican really,
0: authentic uh authentic yeah. tapas sounding making name martin yeah, yeah um
1: yeah. Uh, you know christmas tapas traditional um across yeah. the globe um but they're sitting down and they're like the, that scene also lasts a bunch longer like there's more to that conversation and part of me is like did the two editing teams not really talk to each other but then you know given how different the vibes were in the two films i imagine not But I don't understand how you could then package these together. And I know, like, they've got some crossover and there's some consistencies and some glaring inconsistencies and whatever. But again, if you're going to have, like, your big selling point for this be that it's two sisters playing sisters in the film and they follow, like, the same kind of story or, like, the same... Meaning of Christmas their, their or whatever. story
0: crosses over and stuff.
1: Yeah, why would you not just have the one editing team or at least have the two editing teams talk to each other, which it just didn't feel like yeah. they had at any point.
0: Yeah, which is weird because the movies had the same director, so you would have yeah. thought that he would have been like, okay, this is what the scene is going to be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it it just felt really strange, especially because it was never like the scene started and they're already on the phone, right? Yeah, the scene already starts with them answering the phone to each other mm-hmm. or like calling the other one, right? And that's how it goes. Yeah. And then like, but then like some of them have a different start to the conversation. Some Mm -hmm. of them have a different middle or a different ending of the conversation. I was like, I have no issue with like, you cut to her and she's already on the phone to her sister. And that Mm -hmm. that way you can cut that bit of the conversation. But you can't have her be like, hey, Meg, this conversation. (laughs) And then have her be like, hey, Meg, let's chat about something else and then have the same conversation. And I was Mm -hmm. just like. Just if that's the selling point, right? If that's what you're doing, if that's the gimmick for these like movies that are going to make basically people watch the same movie twice, yeah, realistically, right? Or a lot of, or at least very similar movies, mm-hmm. um, sort of next to each other. And the whole USP of these movies is that they're sisters and is that these stories are connected. You would want to make that feel like the strongest stuff within yeah. the film.
1: I would have thought so, but yeah. it was. Uh... <laughs> was fine like they were close i get that it was an experiment for hallmark like hallmark and they were trying to trying something new but yeah i feel like if you're gonna do that just i don't know again use the same editing team actually have some anchor points in your films so that you could be like ah, well this is where they cross over okay excellent no problem but genuinely i think it was i don't know it was one of the repeated scenes anyway but i was like this genuinely could have just been one movie, and it would have yep. been fine. I think it was the Madison yeah. like reveal the name reveal that made me go, why did what why wouldn't yeah. you just make them one why film?
0: would why would that <laughs> why would that not be in the movie about the Madison yeah it was it yeah. was really really weird, like mm-hmm. also. I have to ask because I immediately predicted it. I think it's like so early in my notes where I was like, oh, Joe's here. I guess he's getting, oh, they're going to introduce us to this random guy. Guess he's the love interest for the other movie.
1: Yeah, in my notes, I have a question like, yeah, to myself, I was like, is Joe the love interest? I didn't see that coming because yeah. I didn't. Because but, then like...
0: why in... but, yeah. and, but then why in Christmas in the City is, I want to call him Ethan. I don't think his name's Ethan. What's his bloody name? Oh, Eric. Eric. <laughs> Eric, I can't get anyone's names right. Uh, (laughs) Eric and his little daughter, whose name I also can't remember, uh, Madzy or something. Like, why aren't they there at the Christmas party at the end? I mean, maybe they were like, no, no, there's a crazy snowstorm, whatever. But like, I was just like, Mm -hmm. If this has been released second, right, and these are tangential movies and it's all about family and it's all about connection, it's all about community and that was, like, the message that they were, like, fucking, they couldn't stop talking about community all the way through all of these things, (laughs) which is great. Whatever, love community building. But, like, if you're going to make that the thing, Mm -hmm. then make that the thing, you know what I mean? And be, like, I was, like, are they worried about spoilers? Is that why he's not there?
1: I don't know because, like, again, it was, like, the end of, all of the films, because like Christmas in the City is the logical conclusion for both of these films. Like it just is. And I, I also was confused as to why Eric and uh can't talk about yeah. it because like worst nickname for a child ever uh, weren't like there. Um, aside from, again, the snowstorm thing. And I was like, but yeah. the parents and the other sister and her yeah. son your are da, Your dad
0: made it in his wheelchair. Right. Are you going <laughs> to tell me Eric can't make it? I
1: know um so it's just a bit wild but i I don't know the the thing that kind of worried me i say worried me i didn't hate these films i thought that they were okay fine but fine at the very end of christmas in the city they were like the end question mark and i was like please tell me that they're not gonna try and do this again like that's unnecessary this isn't
0: how would you swap (laughs) again i know is just like, uh, you know, you couldn't do another sister swap, because that's the thing, right? And I think that's where, like, the princess switch, like, struggled, is, like, they did the switch, and then yeah. they were like, oh, now if we want to do a sequel, we also got to call it the princess switch, but mm-hmm. how do we get them to switch again when we do, I mean, it was literally called the princess <laughs> switch switched again, but you know what yeah. I mean? But I was just like, how does this, how do we, are you going to do another... Mm-hmm. I mean, I have not seen anything that says the Sister Swap Three is uh, in uh, production.
1: No, but uh... well, not really out with Hallmark though, especially since one of the sisters is oh, deeply embedded happen. in it. Like, yeah, it it wasn't as good as the Princess Switches. Like, it just wasn't. Um, no, but then also, you can't reveal a third sister out of nowhere
0: no absolutely not there's <laughs> way too much Mm-mm-mm-mm. there is yeah. no third sister that you could possibly I don't even know what you could do for mm-hmm. a a third movie for this one
1: no me either
0: like what, what like and normally I'm pretty good at coming up with like a something
1: but like mm-hmm. what like, it, it felt like they really tied it yeah. off And I'm like, just leave it alone. It was tied up with a lovely boat. Just change
0: that question mark to an exclamation mark. There we
1: go. (laughs) Oh, But yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, sorry. Because the tagline was the end is just the beginning. And I'm like please don't make more of these. Like, it just feels unnecessary. It was already well, confusing enough. Or unless you're going to do, like,
0: a TV series that, like, talks about their, like, afterwards lives. But I was like, mm-hmm. but you've done the most, the-, the falling in love and getting together story is the most exciting bit of a rom- romance, right? Because, like, mm-hmm falling in love is amazing and so exciting and thrilling and being in love is fine right and that's how it is and it just mm. is because when you're in love that's when normal stuff like dishes and laundry and all of those fucking other chores yeah. that you got to do are just like part of your life again whereas like when you're falling in love with someone you're not thinking about like the mundane stuff because you're just mm. like does he like me right so it's like you've already done the most exciting thing both of them are partnered off right so like What's the story now? What you know, yeah. building the food bank and watching them do all of the fucking paperwork for that it's not a very exciting thing. Building a thing mm-hmm. in the bot- basement of the cinema to run a restaurant doesn't seem very exciting. Also, if they could afford <laughs> to build this business together and run this restaurant, then why the hell could they not afford to just keep the cinema in the right. first place?
1: I don't understand. Like, also, I- I'm confused as to how much money Meg had saved for her trip to France. Because I'm like, eh, no... <laughs>
0: some amount if you're planning on never returning or not coming back anytime soon yeah a decent like nest egg to get you set up because it wasn't it also was never established that like she spoke french because what i thought would have been because there was like a weird moment in christmas in the city where they go and try they're trying to find a head chef because their head chef left like on a day's notice which is a ridiculous thing that would never Mm -hmm. happen in real life but fine head chef leaves at a day's notice they're happy for her whatever but they've got to go and find a new head chef and they go off to like this random person who's like seems to be a waitress, right? Yeah. <laughs> and they go and see if she would cater their party or be their new head chef, and she says no, and that's fine. But like, there's this weird moment where like Joe and her hug, and it's meant to be like, oh, is this the woman? Is this another woman? Are they like yeah. romantic? And what I think would have actually been better and would have like led more into like the whole, well, Meg's going to go to France and whatever. Is what if Meg had known someone and mm-hmm. he was a French head chef, and like they went and met and like spoke to him, and she spoke to him in French. French and he spoke back in French and Joe's just kind of standing there like, oh, yeah, like, I think that would have been way more. And then that would have weighed in way more to why he then doesn't kiss her under the mistletoe, which was a weird mm-hmm. choice. And like, you know, they're almost kisses. And so I feel like that would have really played more into the whole well, You're leaving and I don't want to get attached to you because yeah. you're leaving kind of storyline. So that would have been really good. Plus, then a bit French is always nice in a movie. And then it could have been like they have an arg. Then the like contestment is they have an argument. Where she goes, well, why don't you like him? Why won't you have him work at the restaurant? And mm. Joe goes, well, no, he's not the vibe. We're about the community here. We're about the people, and he doesn't care about people. He just cares about food. And yeah. while the food is important, that is not the mission of our restaurant. and our restaurant, is about building community, right? Yeah. And like that would have been way more interesting than this random woman who uh, whose name I don't even know. Uh, that they go and speak to for six minutes and. And then give her them give them some fucking caramel apples. <laughs> there we go. I fixed it. You're welcome, Christmas in the City.
1: <laughs> oh, there's so many things that could have been fixed with both of these films. Although I, I have to yeah. say, like out of the two, I think Hometown Holiday was the most smooth and the one that made the most sense. Like even without my... like, the grand reveal of the yeah. name and stuff like that, I still feel like it made more sense.
0: Yeah, 100%. I th- I, I was going to ask which one you preferred, but I think I agree. I think a hometown holiday. Maybe I would feel differently if I'd watched Christmas in the City first. I don't know. But uh, yeah,
1: I think you kind of summed up. A hometown start, holiday like... just seemed. Yeah, Christmas in the City just felt really convoluted. Like it did.
0: Well, it was like they wrote hometown holiday first and then they had to figure out what the story was going to be for Christmas in the City that would mm-hmm. fit around the conversations that were already needing to happen. <laughs> in a hometown holiday. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I think so. Um, I don't know. I yeah.
0: would give uh, a hometown holiday three red festive hats out okay. of five. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I would give Christmas in the city two red festive hats out of five.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. I think that's very fair. I think overall, together, the two of them, I would probably say 3.5. Christmas hats. Okay, I think that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It's fine. Like, you know, there were three Christmas
0: hats and a pair of festive sunglasses. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And one <laughs> light up bow tie.
0: <laughs> oh great! I did like them actually. I thought that was a uh, nice touch.
1: I thought they were great. Um, but yeah, I thought that overall it was fine. I would say with these ones, I would watch a hometown holiday, and I'll. <laughs> tell you what i did with christmas in the city because at a certain point i was like oh fuck this um i actually watched it at like one and a half times speed because i just Whoa. couldn't at one point i was like yeah. uh uh-uh. no 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 because yeah. i think i got to like the second repeated scene and i was like i don't see the point in this so yeah yeah it was uh it was, it was a lot.
0: yeah i will say one of the repeated scenes that i did like is when Uh, Jennifer was on the phone with Meg and she's finding out that the head chef quit or whatever Mm. and then in the other movie because she was like, oh, he's got all those Michelin asterisks, I mean stars and I was like, that's so weird (laughs) and then in the actual one it's because Joe's in the room there with her and he's like scribbling stuff on notes and I was like, okay sure, I like Uh that one you've done that one repeated scene well, Mm. good good that
1: was the best one Um, that definitely was the
0: best one Yeah. anyway so there's our sister swaps. We've, we, we swapped notes about yeah. the sisters. Um, in, one we, you know, well. <laughs> in one episode as well. In one episode that hopefully wasn't too long. Um, so that, that was super great. I mean, actually, compared to some of the stuff that we've seen, these are pretty good. These are pretty yeah. good movies. I wouldn't watch them how we probably had to watch them, which was back to back. That's probably mm. quite intense of three hours of Meg and Ashley. Ashley's not her name. Where did Ashley come from? <laughs> is Ashley her actress's name? Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, no, it's the same.
1: Meg is Ashley. Oh, yeah, shit. Meg is well, Ashley. whatever. Um, no, Maybe watch uh, yeah. them separately. Mm-hmm. Do it on two different days. Do it on subsequent yeah, Saturdays. Yeah, yeah. Do it so that you've got a gap enough to... Like forget what happens in one of some of the,
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that you can't do what we do and pick horrible plot holes in both of the movies.
1: Um, Thank you so much for joining us this week. Um, If you want more Christmas in your life, we've got another couple of episodes out this season. We did a taste of christmas romance al dente and also too close for christmas um and then also join us next week on sunday when we'll be back with the holiday tree with another mean girls star yay yeah uh lacey (laughs) shabbert i know what's
0: going on i totally who
1: plays gretchen uh, Wieners is ah, cool. in the holiday tree Which is partly why we're doing it uh, To make cool. up for the Lindsay Lohan disaster That came last year Which you yeah, can also I listen mean, various to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. So we have a we have various back catalogs. And if you're not quite ready for Christmas yet, I know that November is too early for some. Not for us, but for some. Uh, <laughs> we do also have our, our Wedding Bells mini series from earlier Yay! this year. We've got a bunch of great episodes where we talk about some of the best and worst wedding movies from the last 30 years, I guess. Um, so that's great. And if you've enjoyed this episode or any of our episodes, we would absolutely love if you would leave us a little review. Give us a cheeky five stars if you didn't like it shh, don't tell anyone it's fine <laughs> uh, but we're we'll be back next week uh, I'm looking forward to it we've got some real treats for you guys this season oh boy
1: <laughs> Merry Christmas back Merry
0: Christmas Naomi
1: Santa I've been good this year make your list and check it twice I'll leave you a note right here underneath.